0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. All right, so today's title is Nothing to be Fixed. What if that statement, there's nothing to be fixed, were actually true? What if you never needed to fix or change anything? Listen, I can hear you now. Michelle, what about uh, cancer? what about child abuse? What about murder? I get it. What if those things and everything else are a part of the plan? Okay. What if it's a a part of our journey of life? All right. So, so let me just be very clear here. I am not advocating for murder. Okay. So don't send me an email saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said this. I'm not advocating for these things. Okay. But what if these quote unquote negative experiences are a part of our journey of life? Okay. So let me, I'm just asking you the question. All right. Just think about it. So I'll give you an example. Um, you know, in my life, uh, I've been very open and honest about this, that I've experienced, uh, you know, all kinds of abuse when I was a child neglect. And My parents did the best that they could. There was trauma, right? I've also experienced a lot of loss in my life. Currently my, my father is, is, uh, oh, what is he? He's 63, 60, 67, something like that. 67, I think this year um but there's nobody in in my family that that is over the age of 70 okay everybody's died young um and you know there's been a lot of loss i remember that there was so much loss when i was a sophomore i think it was in high school um it, it seemed like every week for a while we were losing somebody and it became so bad that my my volleyball coach actually called me out and was like you can't be making up these excuses anymore I was like they're not excuses, like these are funerals every single week, right um, also, uh you know, my stroke uh, when I had my stroke uh twelve years ago now, uh yeah, that wasn't something that I wanted to go through right that That was definitely not something that I would have uh kind of put into my plan of life but what if what if nothing needs to be fixed because nothing is broken? Think about that. Um, I look back at, at my journey of life so far, and I do believe I front-loaded a lot of my grief and loss in life. Uh, I am I am intending that I, I've learned from all my grief and loss already, uh, and that now I, I actually learn more from uh, happiness and joy. Uh, so I, I see that in my future. Um, but, you know, when we look at something or think about something or someone as broken, the underlying assumption is we need to fix that, right? So I, I talk to teachers all the time, you know, when I come in and, and, and we're talking about problems in the classroom and somebody will say, oh, please help me with Johnny, right? There's there's always a Johnny. Um, the, and I'm like, well, what's what's going on? And they're like, oh man, let me tell you all the things wrong about Johnny. Or this kid is broken. Or, you know, they, they see a child from a, a tra- trauma past and, and they're like, oh yeah, he's broken. Uh, Hello, I'm sitting right in front of you. (laughs) Right. Uh, When you see that someone is wrong or broken, we try to make it right or fix them. When we see things in our life as this shouldn't be happening, um, that's what we call arguing with reality. You can say it shouldn't be happening all you want, um, but the fact is it is. Right. Um, The other day, somebody uh, reached out to me and was like, oh, my gosh, my company just downsized me and 300 other employees. This shouldn't be happening. I'm like, well. But it is (laughs) right. And you didn't have control over it. Absolutely. But how can you use it to your advantage? Okay. what if it doesn't need to be fixed? What if it just is what it is? And we ask ourselves, okay, what what do I want to do with this now? So what if it doesn't need to be fixed, but explored, discovered, and understood? All right. So again, let me give you an example. So as I've been working the last 20 plus years to really um, confront the the trauma background that I have uh, and realize from every aspect, right? So it's not just healing my nervous system, right? it's, it's healing my thinking. It's, it's getting, um, connected to my emotions, which were disconnected, right? So plugging in, um, it's understanding not only my perspective when I was going through those things, but also where the heck were my parents, you know, what was going on with them and understanding their perspective, understanding the perspective of my perpetrators, Realizing, oh, yeah, you know, if you if you think about it as a cause and effect, as a formula, like, oh, I'm surprised more bad didn't happen. Right. So as I've gone through that and really tried to explore and discover and understand what happened, how did it have its effect on me? Go through healing a ton of forgiveness work. That's why I talk about forgiveness all the time, you guys, because I realize that your level of success and safety and security in this world has a ton to do with your level of forgiveness. As I've gone through those, that process, and listen, that's going to be a probably all my life thing. So I'm I'm just opening up to that fact that, you know, we're never going to be done with it. I'll just confront whatever. But it, as time goes on, it seems like the, the, the rough times, the struggle times with all of that are less and less. Okay. But uh, I'm using that to help other people. I mean, honestly, my whole business, uh, my whole way of life, my, my legacy statement in life stems from all of that. So what if my trauma didn't need to be fixed, but just explored, discovered, and understood? Now, let me share a hard truth with you. Some of us, and this used to be me, but some of us have our identity, so our self-image, who we think we are, wrapped up in fixing, solving, and improving. And because our identity is that, we might not see the value of leaving something alone. Okay? Why? you know, we, we have this, like, we've got to fix it. Um, I have to be involved in that thing. I have to have control, um, even coming in and judging right and wrong, right? If I don't do something, I am nothing. Think about that. If I don't do something, I am nothing, that is a very egoic response because life isn't about doing it's about being being in the moment exploring discovering understanding um enjoying right so uh, listen, I'm going to call out helicopter parents right now. So helicopter parents are those who are overly involved in what their children are doing. Um, they come from a place of control. Uh, underlying is usually, of course, love. I I want them to be safe and successful. Um, but also this is how you do that, right? So your child might have a different, uh, understanding of that. Um, okay, here's an, here's an example. So Last week, we got an email from the school. Uh, my daughter, my 15 year old, Hannah, uh, the, the, the girl we had to bribe when she was a child to get outside because uh, she hated everything about outside, has now decided that her whole um, life, her whole career is now going to be about agro-science. So literally being outside all the time she's really gotten into gardening. She's amazing. She has a green thumb. I love it. I had to, I had to, you know, push her a little bit the other day because she was judging people who, uh, killed plants. And I was like, Hey man, you know, not everybody has that talent that you do. But the school, um, thought that she had had too many absences, which she had a lot of absences this year. She had some illness, uh, and because of her absences decided that she was no longer qualified to be in this program for agri-science where she was bused to another school. Now, she had no behavior issues and actually academically, she had literally the day before received an academic excellence award and her grade in the agri-science program, even with all of her missing days, was 99.71%. So other than the school having a policy about attendance, there was nothing to keep this child from being in this program. Okay, so the school thought uh we have a program here, there's or, or we have a problem here, there's something that needs to be fixed. We're gonna come in, use our policy to fix this issue and make sure that this child uh you know doesn't reap the benefits because she has gone against our policy. Mental rigidity, much, right? <laughs> okay. Um so the the school is stepping in to help when in reality their help wasn't needed. Okay. But there's a uh an underlying assumption if I don't do something, I am nothing. Okay? You don't need to do anything in this situation. This child will sort it all out for herself. Now if there was a behavior issue, I would be the first one as her mom to be like, hey, listen, uh you did it to yourself. (laughs) Okay, you shouldn't have done that. Um if it was a grade issue, I would have said, you know, You struggled a little bit this year. Sophomore year isn't always easy. Uh, Maybe this program was a little much. So let's take a year off. Let's mature a little bit and let's go back the next year. I would have been the first one to advocate for that. But none of that was the issue. It's just about the school's policy. So I do not consider myself a helicopter parent. However, in this regard, okay, I'm going to advocate for my child. Right now, a helicopter parent would have said if it was a behavior issue or a great issue, I'm going to make, make this happen no matter what. Right. I don't believe that I have to do something in order to be something. Okay. Um, I can let many, 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 many things happen and occur all around me. And I do, I become a master at that. You know, when people bring their drama and their situations, I don't have to step in and solve your issue. Heck, even as a coach. I'm not here to solve your issue. Uh, You want to explore, discover, and understand what's going on so you can make a different choice? I'm your girl. You want me to tell you what to do? You've probably noticed on this podcast that doesn't really happen, right? Because I have this sense of, you know, nothing needs to be fixed, but if we can understand it, then if you want to make a choice, you can right? Life isn't about doing something. It's not about fixing. It's not about stepping into other people's problems and saying, hey, let me tell you, you're right. You're wrong. No, it's not about control either. We all have preferences, right? We all have different values. We all align with those preferences and values. So, you know, when I go on a flight, I don't judge people because they're sitting in first class or not sitting in first class. I don't care what seat you chose. I don't judge you because you paid for first class versus you you know, you've got an upcharge. Great. Welcome. You're here. I prefer first class, right? I'm going on a trip here um, next week with a dear friend of mine. She uh, is, is one of 12 children and she flies in the back of the plane because she loves that energy. And she was upgraded for whatever reason. And and she's like, Oh, I'm going to have first class. And she's sitting next to me. I'm going to show her the ropes. Here you go. You know, and, and, you know, she, she jokes around uh, about people who fly in first class, I'm like, come on, I'll show you why this is really fun. Right. That's a preference. Doesn't mean I can't fly in the back of the plane or I, I won't. Uh, it's just it's a, just a preference. It's nothing I need to fix. Right. But we want to explore and discover when we come at life from this like this is wrong. I need to fix this. That's a control aspect when we say, well, now this is pretty interesting. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, what are we going to do about this? Right. Explore, discover. So when I was sent the email about Hannah immediately, I, I was like, okay, let me, let me back up here. First of all, let me take a breath. Cause I need to take a breath. Uh, kind of get to a place of regulation. Uh, but then I realized, "Whoa, what's the right thing to do here? You know, and and really, it came from the the aspect of of Hannah. This is what she wants to do with her life. This isn't just I'm taking you know this elective class. Um, th- this is pretty important to her. And so, how can I work with the school to bring us to a solution <clears throat> that's best for this particular student? Uh, And that was a much better place than coming from, oh, no, you are definitely going to do this for my child, because I also thought if this was somebody else's child, the same situation, would I advocate for that child in this way? Absolutely. And that's when I realized, oh, this isn't something that I have to this isn't a, a problem that needs to be fixed. But this is definitely something that we as a group of people can explore a little bit Why are your uh, priorities more with your rule than with the student? And that, I believe, is something to explore and discover and understand, right? So just check yourself on that. Um, What if, and I'm just asking the question, what if there's nothing that has to be fixed So that problem, issue, challenge, concern you have, what if it doesn't need to be fixed? Just a thought. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.